Welcome back to Travel Tea, where we invite you to sip along with us as we spill the tea on travel headlines, trend lines, and other industry-related news. Each week, we invite our listeners to join us as we dive into what is going on in our industry and what our thoughts are. So grab a cup, come along, and don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Travel Tea. Today is quite exciting because I know you can't see me, but... I am recording this from my suite at Carlisle Bay in Antigua. I am here for a fam trip, which for those that are not in the industry, this is a familiarization trip where we get to showcase destinations, hotels, villas, et cetera, to our incredible travel advisor partners. And so this weekend, I am showing them everything there is about the resort and the destination so that they can go back and sell this with confidence to their clients. And so I am here and I just thought to myself, you know, why not hop on and record a quick session to talk to everyone about number one, what the process feels like now for international travel, that everything has pretty much been lifted. And number two, to talk about how to share experiences like this with you, the traveler, the travel professional and what you're seeing in terms of trending, you know, content, what drives you to book a resort or what drives you to even be interested in a destination. And so number one, I have to say this was probably the most quote unquote normal experience thus far. And when I say normal, I say that with a grain of salt, right? Because I'm just likening it to what it was like traveling previously from the pandemic. And so, you know, I needed nothing in terms of this trip to Antigua outside of either a vaccination card or a negative antigen test taken one day, 24 hours prior to my arrival. And so when you're entering Antigua as of July, 2022, You need either or to enter into the destination. There are no special forms that you need to fill out, no prior requirements. You just either show your vaccine card, which I had to show documentation, either vaccine or test at the airport prior to boarding. And so it was the airline's responsibility to check my documents prior to me boarding the flight. And then once you arrive into the destination, they do again check you at immigration for your documents. So either or is accepted at Antigua. There's nothing else to it. You literally just showcase everything and you're good to go. And basically to get back to the US, as we know, there are no requirements testing or otherwise to get into the US. And so very exciting. And also it takes so much stress off of travel and being away from home this far, because we know before it was such a it was just this heavy weight on everyone's back. And I think twofold, obviously nobody wants to get sick, but it was about also getting stuck in destination and what that costs, what that looks like, what your experience is going to be. And people just want to get home at that point. And so don't need to worry about that on this trip. Thank you. Um, So yeah, all good there at the resort. It's amazing. And I have been sharing a lot of my trip thus far since I've been here, it's been less than 24 hours. So it's been a whirlwind, Um, but I've been heavily sharing 
my travel experience as we usually do over on our main brand, which is Destinations of Distinction, Instagram, Facebook, et cetera. Um, because I know a lot of our travel professional slash advisors follow us on social media. And it's a great way for me to showcase being in destination. So in real time, live, what it looks like, what the feel is, feedback on everything from food to linens, et cetera. And I'm seeing a lot of engagement recently. I'm actually, and I don't know, I'm not a professional as it relates to algorithms and paid for versus just organic. You know, I think that I've seen fluctuations. I think it really all depends on time of day, hashtags, all of that, but I'm seeing so much as it relates to engagement around my trip thus far. And it really prompted me because I started thinking to myself, you know, what did we learn amongst many things after these two years, but as hotel marketers, because that's basically at the end of the day, when you dig through it, that's what we are, right? We are selling the experience, the destination, the hotel product for you, either the traveler or the travel professional. And so how is that resonating to you? Is it looking different from pre-pandemic? I think so, because everything was completely virtual, as we know, for an extended period of time, much longer than any of us would have anticipated. And so that obviously affects your overall buying process, the overall selling process. And so I've found that our digital content is still very, very much um, a strong selling point for us. And, and, you know, I'm excitedly, my team and I have been back out on the road and visiting with our travel advisors and just really spreading the word about our destinations. And that feels good because that's something that feels very comfortable to me. I've been doing this now for 13 plus years. And so face-to-face when you are selling any product, hands down, I don't care what anybody says, it's the best. Human interaction, and we know this now, is so key and pivotal. And pivotal. However, we have a generation up and coming. So millennials, and then you know, you have your Gen Xers, you have your Zs, you have everything. But the clients that are coming into the buying power, right? So millennials was the buzzword for how many years? Because this was your, you know, late 20s to late 30-year-olds who are now moving into a completely different tax bracket, most of them. So they are primarily who's buying you, but now you've got the younger set, like the 20-year-olds who are very swayed by social media and digital because that's all they've known and that's all they've grown up with. And as we continue to move forward and this generation comes of age, so to speak, so meaning that they are in positions where they can drop significant dollars on trips, they are very influenced, obviously, by content marketing. And that means, you know, dynamic, interactive online content that is just attracting them. And we see this, obviously, with TikTok, which is so funny um, because I remember years ago when Snapchat kind of came to fruition and everyone was like, oh, TikTok, Snapchat, all of that. It's, you know, for like the super young, you know, like teens. And yeah, there is a majority of users on there that is that. But I think we've seen short videos, reels, all this kind of thing 
is what's selling the best. I mean, look at the influencers on YouTube. I'm talking about people that even just document their day, right? And I've always been so fascinated because it's always been something that I've been interested in. And the comfort level though, of these people just taking us into their homes and their daily routines and just filming it and people loving it. There's almost a comfort factor to it. And so it really has me thinking about the evolution of hospitality marketing and what that means in creating the story for our products and how that's evolved and how it will continue to evolve as we move forward. And I'm actually going to write a whole blog post about this. I'm just so interested in making sure that we're always on top of the trend. And for us, you know, this is, this is our lifeline. This is what we do on a daily basis. And I love that it's changed. I love that it's evolved and that I'm kind of that quote unquote fringe millennial. So I understand and can speak to multiple generations in that sense, understanding what their buying and spending habits are and what really helps them to sort of pull the trigger on that experience and that destination, that vacation, et cetera. And so I think this is something that we're going to be hearing and reading a lot more about as we continue to move through and out of the quote unquote active pandemic stage. So what I mean by that is like by the end of this year into next year, you know, where do we feel like we're going to be in terms of protocols? Is that even going to be a factor next year? I think I said this in the last episode that I was shocked that we were as far as we were in terms of destination dropping their restrictions. And so I think everybody is just living through it right now. They're like, you know what? It exists. Um, It's here to stay. And how do we just continue to live our lives? Because we can't keep hitting the pause button any longer. It's a lot of lost time that people want to make up for, right? And so I think that you know, it's just an interesting topic. And that's why I had to come on here, even sitting in paradise and just talk it out with you guys. I would love to hear your thoughts on it. I'm going to be blogging about it. As I mentioned, I'll have that up. Comment. Let me know what you think. If you are a travel professional and this has been a topic that's crossed your desk or your mind, let me know. I'd love to engage in a further dialogue on how we think that this is going to evolve and the tools that we're all going to be using in terms of the selling process and you know the role of the influencer, the role of content marketing, digital, et cetera. How is that going to morph, play itself through the process as we move forward? Um, so yeah, all good things. I... Again, this was a quick one, but it was on my mind and I thought, oh man, you know what? Good tea spill session to share with you guys. So let me know what your thoughts are. And if you think that this is going to be a trending topic as we move forward into 2022, have an awesome weekend, everybody. I will speak with you soon.